Hello and welcome back to Open Mic on Wolf Bites Radio. I'm Logan Sims, and for this episode, I'm being joined today by DJ What The Heck. DJ What The Heck, thank you so much for joining me. You're welcome, you're welcome. We are pleased to announce that today we are joined by Phoenix Paul, also known as Aiden Forte, and Josh Soon. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. No worries, thanks for having us. And I, I know that you would agree that this has definitely been an experience to get this thing going. I apologize for that. <laughs> no, no, not a problem at all. How are y'all doing today? Going very well. It's, uh, we're at our house. It's quite hot up here today. We're out in Los Angeles, so it's been quite warm lately. And the studio is in the attic, so uh, it gets hot. sort of dealing with the heat. But we're having a good morning. So what, what's hot out there? What What is the temperature right now? Um. Well, we we deal in Celsius, so I think it's <laughs> like thirty. 33 degrees. Um, That'd be 90s. Something. Yeah, high 90s, I guess. That yeah. Is. yeah, it's hot. It's pretty hot. It's hot. Yeah. It's definitely hot. Well, now I know, DJ, what the heck, you have some questions that you have just been dying to oh, ask yeah. our oh, friends yeah. here. So, favorite Tim Tam? Oh, caramel. caramel. Caramel? That's mine too. Exactly. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. You know what Tim Tams are? That's impressive. Oh, yeah. So- yeah. And then, favorite footy team? Uh, Hawthorne. Hawthorne? Yeah. Oh, man. I go for Sydney. He goes for Hawthorne. He goes for Sydney. I go for Hawthorne. And we've played each other in, in grand finals recently. So Really? That was a big day. Actually, his team, Sydney, played my team, Hawthorne, the day before we played at Tomorrow World yeah. in Atlanta. Right. And I went out, We I went on stage wearing my Hawthorne flag scarf. <laughs> nice. Had all my merch going. I did not like that. And then I found some people actually in the crowd at Tomorrow World, some Australians that had the same stuff. So nice. I was good with that. I'm a, I'm a first. I'm a big West Coast fan, and also Adelaide. So wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, Adelaide. They're both having good seasons. So. Yep. Yep. Been watching them. Watching the highlights on that too. So that, that's awesome. That's amazing. I'm honestly amazed that you <laughs> yeah. even know what Australian football is, yeah. let alone. My dad actually did college over there for a year, and he just discovered all these things, brought it back, and he showed me footy, and I was like, I love this. And we've been following it ever since, so it's been a lot of fun. His dad is a gentleman that you met earlier who helped us get everything figured out, and this man knows a little bit of something about everything. So he's the one that introduced us to the Tim Tams. Every year at Christmas, he gets all of our employees, including myself, a box of Tim Tams, and I'm definitely in agreement with the uh, caramel. That's awesome. That's great. Well, hopefully one day we get to come out there and meet you, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> so bringing it back to the music side, uh, you guys, Aiden and Josh, have been together since 2003. What has your time together been like? Absolute hell. It's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't get it. We haven't been getting along for about you know 12 years. And um, now, look, it's it was interesting. Like the way we started, we didn't really. We didn't go to school together or anything. We sort of met at um, at a nightclub that Josh was running at the time, and I just wanted to be a DJ. And so our relationship was pretty, you know, he was kind of my boss. Yeah, it was employer-employee um, work relationship. And then we were sort of DJing around town. <laughs> no, that's not town. true. Though. Yeah, we were DJing around town like a little yeah. bit. Um, and we actually started playing at a nightclub um, alternating weeks. And we were just starting out, and we just wanted to do whatever we could to play every week. We didn't want to have to have a week off. So we were like, hey, if we team up, we we'll take half the money every half week. The money and just so we play, play every week. Um, and then we, we sort of found that we had a really good connection. People would come up to us after each set and be like, that was awesome. And we were like, wow, we, got, we have something here. So we just started off DJing together just for fun, and it started to take off a bit. And we we're making music at the same time, not taking it too seriously. And then that started to take off, and then we both dropped out of uni. Um, <laughs> 
which you could say was maybe a mistake, maybe not. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? We'll never know. That's yeah. the thing. <laughs> but we're here now, so yeah, it was it was an interesting beginning, but um, it's been it's been great. Like we've lived together pretty much the entire time, which is hard yeah. on my, you know, girlfriend. She's fiance. Like, fiance now. She's like, you know, she basically thinks she has two boyfriends. You know, you go into your fiance. What is your uh, social life like outside of Phoenix, Paul? It used to be a lot crazier. I'll tell you that much. Uh, I mean, we're both a little bit older now, and we've been doing this for so long. That we, I used to run nightclubs. We both used to work in nightclubs, so I used to run nightclubs three, four nights a week. Um, so literally, my weekend would be sort of Monday to Wednesday. That's when I would sort of relax, <laughs> and the rest of the time would just be work slash partying. You know. So I mean, the fact is that. Once you're in this sort of scene and you're into this sort of music, you don't re- really get sick of nightclubs. I mean, we try and stay away when we're not playing because it's yeah. like we live in nightclubs. But then sometimes you go out for dinner and then you end up at some huge club and you just, you like, I still love this. Yeah. You try and pretend like you don't, but you really do. So that's that's never really gone away. Um, Plus in LA, like we've been living in LA now for four years and we've got a lot of Aussie DJ friends here and uh, a lot of... Just people in the creative space, we've got script, screenwriters and actors and stuff. They're all Australian that we've known from back home. So we've got a good little click here of Aussies that we go and hang out with. And um, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's good to sort of support each other and, and be there for each other. So that's what our social life is, probably catching up with fellow Australians, going to dive bars and playing pool. <laughs> nice. Nice. So then what brought about why the name Phoenix Paul? Um. When we first started to get asked this question on interviews, we always used to make things up, right. just have a quirky little story. But I mean, we've sort of ran out of stories. It's too hard. It's too Come hard. With a different story every time. But the truth, the actual truth of the matter is, his middle name, Aiden's middle name is Phoenix, and my middle name is Paul. And we changed the spelling, and we made. We wanted a word for a couple of reasons. One that meant something to us, but that didn't exist. So that's why we changed the spelling. Because like, if you type in our name, we're the only thing that comes up, and. The other reason was because um, we wanted all the social media tags. And that was back in 2003. So social media wasn't that big back then. But we were still thinking, we were still thinking ahead. So basically, you know, you, we got all the Facebook slash Phoenix Paul. We didn't have to put like DJ or music next to it. Except for Snapchat. Except for Snapchat. Someone stole our Snapchat. What? He wouldn't give it back. He wouldn't give it up. We offered him, we offered him like Phoenix Paul custom headphones, like tickets to like, gigs and He's like, yeah, cool, and then he just blocked us. So then we got him kicked from Snapchat. So the, the moral of the story is don't mess with us. Yeah. Right? <laughs> right. <laughs> social media. So if you got him kicked off, does that mean you can't have the no, Snapchat? Have That's the thing. We started – because our, our record label at the time was working with Snapchat really closely. They were doing a lot of um, uh, sync deals and stuff with, with Snapchat. So they were close with them. And they said, look, can Phoenix Paul get their name back? And they said no. Once it's, once it's been deleted, Once it's, it's been gone. deleted, it's gone forever. Well, that's unfortunate. It is. I don't know. So we, so we kind of like once Instagram stories came on, we're like, screw Snapchat. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that is so we funny. Don't use much anymore. Yeah, the very first thought of like where Phoenix Paul came from for me, I was like, it's got to be like a name of some sort for one of them. It's got to be like the first names or the middle names. Yeah. That that's awesome. So yeah. boring, but. You know. So some just some of the older stuff now. Um, one of my favorite songs from you guys was Quicksand. And, yeah. you know, I just kind of wanted, like, inspiration behind it. What brought that one about? Well, we actually, um, we went on tour with uh, Breathe Carolina, 
um, we did a bus tour around America. It was the most hectic two weeks of my entire life. <laughs> but um, we actually had, they had a support DJ that was playing as well called APEC. And we, we got really close with him on the tour and we were all just hanging out for like three weeks straight. And we're like, you know, we should do something together. He had this idea already. And it's with one of those moments where you hear a song for the first time, like just the just the smallest bit of something, and you just like, that's awesome. Like let's do it. And the song came around within like a couple of days, which is actually pretty rare. Usually we spend a, a couple of weeks on something to make sure it's right. But with this one, it was like a few days. Track was done, and I think that that happens with a lot of the tracks that are most successful in our our experience anyway. Is it? It sort of just naturally happens and. It's quick, yeah. It's quick. You know, you don't have to... As soon as you start overthinking and overproducing, I think then you're trying to push shit uphill. Excuse my language. <laughs> Too many people, like, putting their finger in the pie going, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, it, was, it wasn't like that. It was, like, really fast turnaround, and um, it, did, it did really well. It probably did even a little bit better than we expected um, because we didn't really anticipate anything. We didn't expect that much. We were like, this is a great song. It's going to go really well on our sets. Just put it out, and then just got a great reaction, so... Yeah, it was good. Was it was it the same type of like quickness putting out um, Ivan Go and you guys in my mind? Yeah, man, that track. So we were actually playing in Greece. We we were on we we're in Greece on a holiday, and Sebastian and Grosso from Swedish House Mafia was meant to DJ at this club in Mykonos, and he got sick. So we we had become friends with the owners of the club and the promoters. And they said, do you, do you guys want to jump on instead of Sebastian and Grosso? We're like, all right. People are going to hate that. Yeah. No one had heard of us. And they still had, they told us this in the afternoon and the gig was obviously at night. It was about three in the two or three in the morning. The gig was. So they had this huge banner still, even though they knew he wasn't coming, there was Sebastian and Grosso and all the people were coming in and we had to buy USBs, buy headphones because we didn't have that stuff on vacation with us at the time. And we ended up playing, and Ivan Goff was there, and he said, he's from Australia, and we'd met him once or twice, and he said, man, you guys are cool, you should come back and make a track with us. So we're like, all right, and we went back to Australia, we got in the studio, and we were being working with this girl, Georgie, who Aiden discovered off a commercial <laughs> on, on TV. She shazammed her. She shazammed her, and then tweeted her, and she's like, yeah, let's do something. Social media. Like Social media, yeah. And then uh, we took her to Ivan's studio, we played her like four chords, and she wrote and sung in my mind in about four or five minutes. And then we're like, all right, well. Well, that was it. Here we go. <laughs> and that's the same thing, man. It's like, uh, it just sort of happened. And as soon as she, she started singing it, reading it off her phone, and me and Aiden are sitting behind those, her, like, just looking, hey, looking at her, looking at each other going, oh my God. I've is... actually got some, some of that footage on my phone somewhere. Yeah. Feel yeah, free to share. Good, yeah, that's a good. That's a good throwback. We yeah. should definitely do that. All right. Yeah, those things just happen naturally. They're, they're the cool. The cool stories to tell. All right, and then recently, Phoenix Paul made a transition of labels, moving to Armada. Can you tell us what that transition's been like for you guys? Has that been a pretty smooth transition? It's been great. I mean, it's good to work with people that are on the same page musically and where you're trying to go and where they're going. It's it's been um, it's been a good collaboration because. If you're if you have a vision for something and the people that you're working with don't understand where you're going, it's almost impossible to get anything done. But with Armada, it's like you send them a track and you say, "This is what we picture, you know, it going like," and they they're like, "Yep, agreed," and then it just gets done. So it's been it's been a lot of fun. And we all we had a relationship with them already because we'd done Quicksand with them before we moved over. Uh, that was like a licensed yeah. deal. So we had we'll, another track out. 
from a couple of years before. So yeah. there was a little bit of relationship. Plus, there. we'd known uh, one of the guys there, Yeroon, we'd known him just from going out and drinking tequila. Drinking tequila. <laughs> and like places like Miami during Music Week, we'd catch up with him. So we already had a, a, friend, a friendship with Amada and it just felt natural to move over to them because, yeah, we had a history. Awesome. So on June 23rd, you guys released your latest single, uh, Love Me For Life. It's a catchy, pretty upbeat song that we have found and come to enjoy a lot here in the studio. What was the inspiration behind the song? A lot of different things, really. Well, first of all, the vocalist, we worked with her on our previous track called Blue Sky. So it was there. she was really great to work with. But I think we were going through a lot of different things in our lives and separately, I suppose, because Aiden was, obviously he's engaged and he's living apart from her. She's back in Australia right now and I was going through a breakup and <laughs> there's a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, you know, insp- inspirational elements from it's basically, parts of our lives. Yeah, it's basically about people that come into your life that are like so transient, they come and they go and, you know, some people can, like especially as like DJs and who travel and you meet someone overseas or whatever and you know them for like two weeks and all of a sudden they're gone and you never speak to them again so it was kind of a little bit about that and when we first heard um the vocalist sing it you know um it was also like it was almost like a quicksand in my mind moment we were just like this is hot this is cool mm. we can relate to it like it's perfect um and the track came around really quickly again um and we just wanted to get back to writing music that we loved and that was melodic and vocals and because we were traveling a lot and we just weren't really, the quality of music we found wasn't up to our own standards because we were always on the road. We weren't getting things finished fast enough or we were rushing things. And mm. We sat in the studio for months and we, we weren't touring and we were getting things finished. And that was one of the first tracks that we finished that we were truly like, all right, we're ready to, to get this Plus, out. it's also a different sort of track for us, you know, compared to go back to In My Mind and, and Quicksand and and they're, nice, they're all nice sort of again, bigger sure well. progressive house tunes, but this one was a bit down tempo and uh, a bit more moody, I suppose. But it's just a side to us that we wanted to um, to yeah. show to get out there to the public that we are versatile. And we were sort of worried a bit about backlash, but a lot of our fans I'm going, "You guys should go back to progressive house." But I think. To, to be um, to be able to do different things is part of being an artist, and we're, we're very proud of the track. Awesome. Is you mentioned the uh, vocalist you by vocalist and not by name? Is this someone you know personally that is just trying to avoid the spotlight? Because I've noticed I've been able to find out who the singer is. Oh, her name is um, Mary Jane Smith. She's from a group. She's from Smith a group and called Bell. Smith and They're Bell. Swedish, but um, they. They just released an album, an incredible yeah. album, um, and I think that they they don't want any distractions. Yeah, from that. they're they're doing their own. So Smith and Thel are doing their own thing. They're they're killing it in, uh, in over Sweden, in Sweden and yeah. in Europe. And yeah, like Aiden said, they didn't want to confuse the two projects or anything like that. And it, well, you know, it's fine for us. We're not we're cool. She's great. And yeah, gotcha. They're gonna have a career. So that was really all I had for today, but one last question I would like to ask you is what can our fans be looking forward to next from Phoenix Paul? We have so much music. I mean, like I said, we, we took a break from touring, so yeah. we, we sat in the studio for months on end, and now we've got probably too much stuff. So we're going to be doing a whole bunch of new, uh, kind of, not so slow as 
Love Me For Life, but a lot of sort of upbeat vocal stuff um, as well as some club tunes as well yeah. towards the end of the year. So We're still going to keep it diverse. We've still got the big room, house stuff coming. We've got some club stuff coming. We've got some more pop-oriented vocal stuff. We've got a lot of collabs. A couple of, we can't really talk about who we're collabing with yeah, right there's now. There's some right? big ones, right. so but there are some big ones. We just we just want to release good music, um, and that's all we care about. We don't really care about genres anymore. It's just good stuff. So good that's stuff. what people can expect. Good yeah. stuff. Well, great stuff. Thank you so much, guys. That is all the time we have for today. I'd like to thank each of you for joining us today. That was Phoenix Paul here on Open Mic. Thank you, guys. Thank you, thank so you much very much. And again, DJ, what the heck? What the heck? Thank you for joining <laughs> me today for the first time on Open Mic. It has been a pleasure, guys. Make sure you tune in next time as I will be joined again by another artist that we like to feature on our station. That is all for today. I'm Logan Sims, and you've been listening to the Open Mic on Wolf Bites Radio. <laughs>